Welcome back, 104.5 The Zone. You know what that music means. It means Coach Mack. Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio in the house. Mack, it's good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, Buck. Glad you're back safe from your trip. That's very, very cool. It's good to see you again. So uh, here we go. Yeah, here we go indeed. The Titans get back on the field. Titans Radio, of course, has the call. Noon on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jags. Mack, there's so many different things that all come back to the health of the football team. Like, no matter how many times we want to break it down throughout the course of the week, it's just so critical that they get as many bodies out there as humanly possible. So this starts to look like the team that we thought we were going to be talking about at the start of the season. Well, you know, I'm, I, I get to be at practice every day, and there are more people practicing. Yeah. They, they've been able to practice with a little bit more speed, which, uh, you know, Mike Vrabel and his staff, Buck, have not been able to do. You know, they, they've been doing a really, uh, really tremendous job of trying to craft practices to let as many people be out there and take reps as they can. But now they're starting to get some people back. And I know people, you know, get tired of hearing about injuries, and that's one reason coaches and clubs don't talk about injuries because it's just there. You have to you have to overcome it but you have to work with it and through it but all things being equal you want your best dudes back and we need our best dudes back and i think we've got a chance to get some of them back yeah it looks like it's going to be a pretty good situation uh we'll see how many of the guys that were designated to return from injured reserve actually get cleared before today's or before sunday's game and how many more have kind of worked through that return to play uh protocol but I mean, the biggest news, Mac, is uh, Zach Cunningham, who will not be available for the game on Sunday because he has to go through the COVID protocols. But at this point, this is a pretty massive acquisition for a team that could use a little extra depth at inside linebacker with David Long missing some extended time. What kind of stands out about him as a player and how, I mean, how well is this marriage going to work? You know, uh, Buck, every time that we got ready to play, the the Texans in not only this year in years past when Zach Cunningham has been there in our in our production meetings and and you know in in our pregame you would hear Mike Vrabel say if you don't get a hat on him he's going to make all the tackles and he and he does I mean he he's been a very very productive player I don't I don't pretend to have any inside knowledge on what went on down there in Houston that's sure. not, that's not what I do but I know just evaluating him as a football player he can help this team. And he can help. He it's an unusual situation in this aspect, as you well know. Uh, he played for Mike Vrabel for one year. Mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel knows him. He's a he's a he knows Nashville. He's a Vanderbilt kid. And so to me, and this wasn't you released a player because of injury, and you didn't uh, you know release a player because of of some uh, felonious conviction. I mean, there were other issues, but clearly you know John Robinson and Mike Vrabel have cleared those issues as a football player, and especially now with the way our linebacker core is, because we've still got some guys that need to come back in, in, you know, in that group. I like it. I like it a lot. I was asked, even before even this came, came down, you know, standing out there on the sideline, you know, if he's available, what would you think? And, and I said, I, I would be all in for it. I just didn't think with our claiming position we'd be able to get him. No, I look like a horse's ass the other day, Mac, because I'm like, there's no way they're in the they're they're in the low twenties basically in the waiver order based on strength of schedule. Sure, if teams have sure. the same record, so I was thinking there was be almost an infinitesimal chance that he would fall to them, and he ends up coming to them. So you know, who looks like a dummy? Well, no, you're not a dummy, but I mean, <laughs> I, I I like it. I like it, and I just I just I, I I really want it to end up helping the Titans in this last stretch. Yeah, and certainly that will be something. Just just depth 
able bodies to be able to execute what they're asked. And the coaching staff has done a really good job putting in game plans that the players are able to execute, no matter who's on the roster at any given point, whether it's on a Thursday, whether they're called up from the practice squad on a Saturday. I think that's that for all the reasons to look at them and be like, okay, how sustainable is what they're doing so far because of the rash of injuries that New England game, the four turnovers damn you, but the game plan was successful in what they were trying to execute, even yeah, if could, the quarterback I, wasn't doing anything yeah, crazy. I, I could not agree with you more on that. They had, a, they had a plan for them. They really did. And as you say, now, you can't take the turnovers away because they happened, yeah. and, and you, you allowed them to happen. But the fact that they, they knew what they wanted to do going into that football game to at least give themselves a chance. And they were still you know, within reach of that football game, you know, right up until in the fourth quarters when it fell apart because yeah. the turnovers finally, you reach a tipping point in games. I mean, you've done enough of them to see. You reach a tipping point. But th- their, their plan was fine. But th- this, you know, going into this next five-week stretch of really one-game seasons is what it is, Buck. They have got to get back to, I mean, we were plus two before we went on that, n- that minus nine stretch in two weeks you know and so what we've got to get back to we've got to be able to get back to taking it away on defense which means you know playing really good first and second down defense and giving them third and seven plus so we can go get the quarterback and make him get off his off his spot and also you got to protect the football when you have it see really on offense on offense when somebody it's turnovers you turned it back over to them on defense it's takeaways yeah and that's what we need yeah and that's been the the Issue one of the biggest issues in the last two games: no takeaways and nine uh, giveaways on the other side. Coach Dave McGinnis is here with us on 104.5 The Zone Titans Radio. As always, he's presented by our friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans, like an extra set of pads since 1947. They've been protecting Tennesseans. Farm Bureau Health Plans, the best in the business. Mac, the you talk about disrupting the quarterback, getting him off his spot. He, he being Trevor Lawrence at this point in his rookie season, there's a lot of reasons why it looks the way it does. It would seem there is a talent disparity, I would say. And it's, it's a difficult position that he's been put in, but he has one touchdown pass since Halloween and it came in a loss against the Falcons. He really seems to be having to work through a lot of different things. And I don't know how easy or how, I mean, I know him to be capable. Obviously he's a hugely talented player, but when you kind of diagnose all of the issues, where do you start with first with what's happening with Trevor Lawrence in that offense? Well, I think you hit it. I mean, it's the people around him. When you look at him, he still has all the requisite skills to be the number one pick. I think he will be a franchise quarterback in this league, but uh, you're hundred percent right. And that's what I see when I, you know, I watch all of their, all of their stuff from beginning to end. You don't really, because he has never really had a chance to start to, to perfect what he wants to do because it's been so uneven down there. It's been so uneven. Uh, this guy is a talent. He's a talented player. He's a second leading rusher on the team. That's just because of his physical talent. All right. But throwing the ball and, and, and with the people that he's had with him and around him. And then, Buck, for a quarterback, especially a, a, a young quarterback in the league, a number one pick in the league, uh, that has all of that stuff on top of him before he ever even spins one down the field. And then to be a, you know, first of all, the score separated on him a yeah. lot early. Okay. That, that, that happens to him. It just does. And then, so to me, I haven't seen, 
and people have asked this. They've asked this here in this market. They've asked me nationally about it. You know, when I look at it, what do I see? I, I don't see any, I, I can't sit here and say I see any real progressive development at any precise points. And, but here's the reasons why. I still think he's going to be a franchise quarterback in this league because he's got all the skills that it takes. And, and, and to me, when you go as a quarterback, Buck, Early in the draft, you're normally going to a not good team, yeah. right? That's why Mac Jones uh, needs to, you know, whoever he counts his blessings with <laughs> every day because he went to a perfect setup. And, I mean, that's a great example of it. Say a couple prayers to the football gods if you're Mac Jones. He seems to be in a pretty good position. I, I'm kind, I think the thing that most surprises me, Mac, when I watch them is that offensive line group for Jacksonville has been together for a while. They've got talented players, a couple of top uh, top draft choices at tackle, and they they have really really underwhelmed this season. And I think if you're talking about what would what would hold a rookie quarterback back as much as anything, it seems like that offensive line and that run game being such a week to week proposition has really cost them opportunities to stay in games. Well, you know they get well, and again, a lot of it goes with score separation. Yeah, because you know when a defense can line up in a sprinter stance and and disregard disregard the the run well then you you've got a chance let's you know and again let's not have real short memories let's go back to the in in, when we played them in october i mean they had a lot of yards rushing yeah they ran the football you know and they've got some talented talented runners what's going on now you know with their running backs i can't tell you because that was very strange in the in in what happened in the ball game uh you know last week yeah I'm not there. You're not there. We don't know. But I, I wouldn't, to me, when you go into this ballgame, you've got to get ready to defend the run game. You have to get ready to defend the run game and then let everything else work off of that. And with that saying, you need to be able, just like we said when we first started this segment, you've got to be able to put them into third and seven plus. Yeah. That's what this defense has to do this game. Get them into third and seven plus, and then the scales start to tip in your favor. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the injury report this week. Harold Landry and Danico Autry have been on it, both having work. Everybody's working through stuff at this time of year, but certainly those two are important to keep an eye on at this point. Coach Dave McGinnis is our guest here on 104.5 The Zone, talking Titans and Jags. Mac, that defense for Jacksonville has been, it was one of their biggest issues last season. They have played pretty good football, even if I, I know people are going to box score scout them and say, well, the Rams put 37 points on them. I, I think there's a lot that gets left out when you're looking at how well they've tried to play to be able to keep up in these games and how they've derailed teams like Buffalo with standout defensive performances. Well, Colin, their defensive coordinator, now here, he, I tell you what, he, he's going to bring pressure. And what's unique about him, he's going to bring pressure from, you know, from the secondary. He'll, he'll bring it from the corner. He'll bring it, you know, with safeties down in different spots. So you've got to be ready pre-snap to identify what they're doing. They disguise it very, fairly well. They, and, and so what you have to be able to do, because he knows, I mean, Josh Allen's still rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good player, but uh, Cullen knows that he's going to have to make things happen just because of the state of their football team right now. So, you, uh, the Titans are going to have to be ready to identify, especially people coming from that, that, that second and third level very, very quickly pre-snap and be able to work against that. That's going to be, that's going to be something that, because, uh, you got a two and 10 football team that you're playing. 
and again, I, I hope our memories aren't short enough to to forget, you know, what has happened. Mac, so, I got people telling me who's a good player and a bad player on a week by week basis. The, yeah, the way that so, we do the analysis drives me crazy. Yeah, and so that you don't you don't have to do that. All, all you all you all we need to do is is work in the present. And I, you ask me about their defense. Their defense is going to present some pressure issues just because of the different ways they bring them, and we've got to be ready for that. Yeah, it's going to be. It's it. It is going to be an interesting game. And divisional games are certainly not an opponent that you can sleep on by any stretch of the imagination. The Titans learned that against the Texans a couple of weeks ago. I, with with what the Titans' offense is doing right now, Mac, I think outside of the game plan being clear and obvious with how they were going to try and take advantage of what the Patriots were doing defensively, I really was. I was comforted is probably the wrong word, but they found explosive plays in a way that they haven't. Now, they were doing it in the run game. The passing game still leaves something to be desired. And, of course, both of those fumbles by Dontrell Hilliard and Deontay Foreman, they derail you in a huge way. But the with what they with who they are as far as playing Titan football is concerned that's as close as it's looked in a long time well me. I agree with you and they found a little bit and, and, and this is really the first time uh you know against the Patriots I think that they found a little bit of rhythm with that two back system that they're that they they have to use right now yeah they had a real good rhythm when we had the horse back yeah. then. <laughs> But now, I mean, with this two back, they found a little bit of a rhythm with that, and they need to continue that. And, and the explosive plays of the run game come when you continue to hand it off. But I, I agree with you and hope, and they will get some people back that can, that I think can help them with that explosive game, you know, through the air. But before you can do that, you can't just go out there and start spinning it on nine routes down the field, yeah. you know, what's your take on. You just can't. You can't do that. But to your point, if the run game is working, then a lot of stuff works off of that. And so we started this off with the right conversation. Need to get our dudes back. Yeah. Get our dudes back. Get them practicing at speed. And then let's take this thing. Uh, this is five one-week seasons is what we're in. Let's do that. Yeah. I, Mike Vrabel spoke about it the other day. This is the most important time of, this, of the year for NFL teams who are trying to jockey for position. No question about that. From I, I want to stick with Dontrell Hilliard, though, for a second, though, Mac. What kind of stands out him about him from a traits standpoint as a player? Well, first of all, he, he's, he's very, very sneaky at the line of scrimmage, at the hole, and he's got acceleration. This this kid's got speed. I mean, he can he can he can go, mm -hmm. and 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 you can and he can he can not only he can get up inside, and then he can he can find that next that next crease. There's always a couple of creases in the run game. You know, there's that initial wave, and then you've got to be able to avoid. And sometimes it's not so much avoiding; it's being able to have that quick enough burst to get past that second level, and then start doing your work in the open field, and and then see if you if you if you've got enough wheels to outrun people. He's got some of that, and I like that. And I think, I think, I think he and Foreman are really good balance, you know, between the two. Foreman's a big back, yeah. You know, he's a big back, and so it, I, I, I like Hilliard. I just want him to hold on the ball. Yeah, I think everybody would agree with that sentiment. Coach Dave McGinnis is breaking down the Titans and the Jags this coming Sunday. Titans Radio on the call, of course. Noon is the kickoff, but Red Bryan, Amy Wells, have you covered with Titans Countdown at eleven o'clock? And our live and local coverage starts at nine a.m. with the Lee Company. Countdown to kickoff. Mac, with, with Julio Jones and what you've been able to see at practice at this point, we understand what he is when he's available. We understand what the threat of him means to defenses and what it allows you to free up more offensively. As you say, it's just about getting your dudes back. What What's kind of been your observation 
even though it's a small sample size and we don't get to see it. I know you see a lot more than we get to see at practice, but based on what we're allowed to disclose, what have you been able to see from Julio Jones? Well, he's working his way back. I mean, that's, you know, he, he, he hasn't been out there at all. So now he's out there and he's working his way back. And he, he, he will, once he gets on the field, you know, whichever, whichever game that is, you know, whether it's now or whether it's next week or whenever, I mean, he's, you've got certain receivers in this league, Buck, and, and you know this, and so do our listeners. You, you, uh, you know, we refer to them as gravity receivers because they draw things into yeah. them. And, and that's what he is before he ever catches a football because of what he's done and what he can do. So we need him back on the field. We need AJ back on the field. I mean, <laughs> because, I mean, those guys are really good players, and really good players are at a premium in this league. We, know our, we need our really good players back on the field, but he's working his way back. Yeah, I with with Ryan Tannehill, there it's completely understandable what he's going through right now, given all the different changing parts around him. But if if there is one place where he needs to elevate his game as they await more of their guys coming back, what are you kind of seeing when you watch him on tape? Just protect the ball, just just protect the ball, and and you know, and and there's every 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 time he's thrown the ball to some to to an opponent there's a there's a different reason for it sure and so there's there's no there's no one set of reasons uh clearly you can start leaning on the crutch of different players different people in there but at the end of the day and ryan Tannehill will stand up and tell you this and he he's very honest when he when he talks it's he has the ball and he's in charge of it and it's his job to protect it and so he's got to do a better job of that Coach Dave McGinnis, he's presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Him and Mike Keith, they're going to kill it on Sunday because that's what they always do between the Titans and the Jags on Titans Radio. You can hear it on 104.5 The Zone or wherever it is that you hear Titans Radio. Mac, it's always a good time. I appreciate you breaking it down with me. See you in the press box, Buck. Absolutely. Look forward to it. See you. Thanks.